0: Folks, this episode is going to be utilizing the Intention Continuum tool from episode 11, Intention Continuum, Humanizing Post-Election. So if you are unfamiliar with this tool, please go back and listen to that episode or visit HoustonCreativeArtsTherapy.com slash Triggered and check out the Intention Continuum tool. Welcome to Triggered. Can we play with that? You know that moment when your emotions ramp up in an instant, leaving you feeling helpless, frozen, or out of control? And that moment you've been emotionally hijacked, the very definition of triggered. And I want to ask you, can we play with that? I'm Nina El Garcia, drama therapist and empowerment coach of Houston Creative Arts Therapy. Join me as we discover ways to empower you and the people who mean the most to you. To transform hard conversations into teachable moments. Triggered. Real playful. Real respectful. Real empowered. Hey you, Nina here. And I'm curious, especially because of last week's episode, it brought up lots of feelings in people. So for today, can we play with being human? The nuance of what it means to be a human. But first, let's get in touch with that body, with that breath, with the thoughts and the feelings. Taking an inhale into that body. And on your exhale, let the thoughts and feelings settle. So, let's imagine that you are in a play. And the play is called Life. Now, you could have been many things in the play of life. A dog. A cat. One of those adorable little penguins off the coast of Chile. But guess what? When you walk up to the cast list of life, it turns out you've been cast as a human being. And that means you've been given the gift, and sometimes curse, Of being (laughs) self-aware. Human beings, which is what you've now been cast as, congratulations, are capable of doing great things. I mean, really, really incredible things and capable of doing monstrous things, really terrible, awful, violent things we are also capable of doing things somewhere in between. So, on a DNA level, monsters don't exist. I know, I know. At the cast list of life, you were hoping that there would be unicorns and monsters and dragons, and sorry, this cast list of life is more based on reality today. So I go back and say that on a DNA level, monsters don't exist. So human beings can't be monsters. But we are capable of doing monstrous things. Unfortunately, there's no list out there that saying doing X amount of monstrous things will definitively turn you from human into monster. Now, it doesn't stop us from trying. We create all sorts of laws, rules, and regulations in this play of life to define what a good human does. But here's just one problem of admittedly many. Laws, rules, and regulations don't account for all contexts. They don't allow for the nuance of what it is to be human. The surrounding situation of where we are in the moment When we get to make that choice. Context matters. As you continue forward in this play of life, you come up against a reality, which is the person whose voice you're listening to, who happens to be a drama therapist. Now, it is her job to be able to see the human in all human beings. No matter how monstrous life has been to them, or how monstrous they have been to life. Now, while that puts the drama therapist character in a very particular position, you are cast as the human being. You don't actually have to worry about that unless you choose to. So, as you move forward in life... Sitting there listening to the drama therapist, she dares to suggest that the intention continuum from the previous episode does not inherently say, right? It cannot say whether someone is good or bad. It can only clarify what makes them human. One facet of many. The intention behind the statements or their behaviors so you as a human being in this play of life will have to make decisions whether hurting yourself and or hurting others is something your version of human is willing to engage with and endure good bad neutral says the drama therapist it's all relative but without a doubt She looks at you, leaning in with all seriousness and a twinkle in her eye. All decisions have consequences. So whether you as a human decide that you will be disempowered, codependent or dependent, neutral, powered and powerful, or decide to be empowered, really is up to you. Now that we've reminded you that human beings have the power of conscious choice, let's take a minute here and talk about context. Because the last thing anyone wants is you running away from this episode, painting the town metaphorically or literally red, yelling, Nina said I could do it! There's no such thing as good or bad! It's all the same! Now, now, little Beelzebub, that's not what I said at all. I said it's relative. It depends on the context, but it is, in fact, context-dependent. Context being the situation at the time. As a therapist for some of you, and as a human being myself, I am often asked things like, and have occasionally said things like, Scenario A. Is it bad that I can't stop thinking about my ex? I still find myself searching their social, wondering what they're up to. Or scenario B. It's a good thing that I blocked them and deleted their number, right? Now they'll have no way of getting in touch with me, right? (laughs) Yeah, I uh, guarantee that either you have said that yourself, either of those things, or you've heard somebody else say it. Here is why good and bad is relative, for someone like me talking to someone like you. Scenario A. Is it bad that you can't stop thinking about your ex? Well, when I'm asked that question, I put it on my own relativity scale. And I ask things like, is it interrupting your work that you made that choice? Or had those thoughts? That you are searching and thinking about those things? Is it interrupting your sleep schedule? How about your relationships with other people? Are you still eating okay? Is it causing dysfunction anywhere in your life? If the answer is no, then I'd probably lean toward it's not bad. If the answer is yes, then I might be leaning more toward the other direction that maybe you'd benefit from some interventions that are healthy. (laughs) If that wasn't clear enough, Let's take a look at scenario B. It's a good thing that you blocked them and deleted their number, right? Well, same question, honestly. I put it on that relativity scale and I think, hmm, well, you chose to block them and deleted their number. How is that choice affecting you? Is it affecting your work? Can you still sleep? Are you eating okay? Is it affecting your relationships with other people that you made this choice? Is it causing dysfunction anywhere in your life? If your answer is, yes, actually, it is causing dysfunction in my life. I sometimes wonder what's going to happen. Well, then maybe we could benefit from some other interventions. And if you're saying, no, I sleep like a baby. Everyone thinks it's the right decision. I'm doing better at work. Then yeah, maybe it is. There's one more thing I'll leave you with. Just because a decision was good for you doesn't mean that it's good for everyone around you. This is why using the intention continuum is so crucial because it will give you an idea of whether your decisions and choices, even if they are fully functional in your own life, may be causing dysfunction in the life of someone else. Something we could all take into consideration especially these days. But guess what, people? We didn't just start being human today. So instead of actionable homework this week, I'm leaving you with a very simple question. What kind of human will you be this upcoming week? That's what we planned for you today, folks. (laughs) Thanks for taking a minute to explore your triggers as a human. And if this has been helpful and you'd like to support Triggered, can we play with that? please feel free to leave a rating and or review on iTunes as it actually helps people find us when you do. Otherwise, stay safe out there.